Just a quick reminder that you're listening to Absolute Bedlam Podcast. If you could rate this five stars on any audio platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all sorts of other platforms like that, then that would be massively appreciated. Right, back to the episode. Cheers. Good evening and welcome to Absolute Bedlam Podcast. We are on episode two of three this week and energy is getting a little bit low if I'm completely honest with everyone out there. Um, But I had an opportunity to interview some of the members of Raging Speedhorn in me and my favorite band of all time. Anyone that can support and co-headline within me, I will absolutely drop everything and get straight on it. Obviously, this is a time-sensitive interview as well, because you guys are about to go on tour with them. Indeed, so, indeed. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Jim. How's thank it going? Thank you, thank uh, you. Uh, oh, good. Very good. Fantastic. Uh, can't, can't wait to get out on tour. Yeah, man. To be honest. Been speaking to Dave a couple of times. We're planning to interview uh, or to record even next month. Um, obviously, he's the founding member of In Me, so I was happy yeah. to interview any members of In Me. Um, but I've met Dave a myriad of times now, so it just makes sense to go with him first and then expand from there. Yep. But obviously that introduced me to you guys, and you guys don't fuck about. Spotify's <laughs> made me uh it's quite angry. It's uh Yeah, yeah. I've had to I check don't... my speed a couple of times, you know what I mean? On my car. <laughs> so yeah, man. Yeah. Fucking awesome. Gets the blood not flowing. So, I think I think not so much angry as just kind of we, we always sort of describe it as party music. It's yeah, yeah, kind of music that whether you're partying or not, kind of gets you in the mood for. Absolutely, <laughs> and and there's oh. a little bit of anger too, but you know, that's just yeah. getting day to day stuff out, isn't it? Really? Yeah, of course, a little bit of a vent. So, uh, just got you on Spotify quickly. I'll give you some stats. So, yeah, definitely check these guys out. They're absolutely awesome. Thirty-one and a half month, thousand monthly listeners. Hard to kill, snake bite, fuck the voodoo man, thumper. So, uh, quite Classic. a lot going on. Classic, yeah. I wish they, they were um, records. I wish they were record it. sales. <laughs> that's it. That's it. We'll get there. We'll get there. So, just because I like to start my guests at the absolute beginning, and then obviously we'll yep. go sh- straight into Rage and Speedhorn. Jim, how was childhood for you? How was school? And can you remember the first time you thought about getting into music? Jeez, Louise. Um. So. Wow. I mean, school was quite difficult for me because um, I had an older brother who went through the schools I went through and he was kind of, bless him, uh, quite a lot of trouble. So, um, And I went through school at a time when school wasn't governed as it is now. So, you know, we were still the cane when I was still at school. Mm. So I was, ge- I was generally already thought I was trouble before I'd even done anything wrong. Yeah. yeah. Um, which Which led me down the path of trouble <laughs> yeah as you can imagine um but <laughs> I, I think really to me um my mom w- was a music teacher um so there was always music in the house but dad loved mm. music so you know mm. he'd be playing everything from pink floyd to elo to to whatever and just the, the sound of guitars on record and mm. uh, being played and the mom playing piano because she was a concert pianist as well was kind of like yeah kind of inspiring to me just to hear and then there was always an instrument lying around, so I used to pick mm. them up, whether it be a banjo or an acoustic guitar, and I'd, I'd give it a try. And then when I was at school, 
I was fortunate to have, to have a really good music teacher called Mr. M- 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 Middleton. Yeah. Um, who was kind of a, a sort of, uh, he was a product of the 60s, really. So he was really into, obviously, what came before and during, which was like the Beatles and stuff. But he was also really into psychedelic bands and bands that were out there. And although yeah. most of his lessons were very classical and very, mm. you know, as a music teacher should, when you actually got under the surface and scratched under the surface in break times, I'd go up to the music room and fix a drum kit or just yeah. enjoyed being around instruments. He'd tell you these stories of the sixties and really yeah. got me into bands like Hawkwind yeah, um, yeah. and just a myriad of amazing bands. Pink Floyd got me hugely into Pink Floyd, who I absolutely adore, one of my favourite bands uh, through, through the years. And and really, that's where the interesting music came from. And mm. Um, now, I mean, what I do now for a living, I, 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 went, I left school, I went into engineering, but I now make and repair musical instruments and mm. play music. So it's kind of like mm. perfect for me because yeah, I, I get to, um, instead of a tennis racket in the mirror, actually go on stage with a guitar and play. Um, yeah. And then when I'm not doing that, I get to, 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 to do my passion as well, which is kind of engineering, carpentry, making, repairing instruments. Um, so, yeah. Actually, school wasn't that bad. Looking back, yeah, yeah, about. yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah well, obviously, a very, very hands-on person. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say that. Do you mind disclosing the naughtiest thing that you can remember doing at school? Jesus, at <laughs> school, that's quite a few <laughs> naughty things. I remember <laughs> once we had we we, we had um, at the very beginning of computers, um, we had a computer lab put in. Um, which was a totally new thing to everybody. Yeah. And they were BBCs, uh, they mm. were called the computers. Um, and there was a, you know, probably one computer per every three people in the class. Uh, and mm. I remember one lesson, I popped all the keys. I found you could pop the keys off and underneath the keys was springs. Yeah, yeah. That make the, the keys pop back up. So I popped all the keys off, took the springs out and put the keys back on again while the computer was off. Yeah, yeah. And then when the next lesson started, they turned the computer on and it just, constantly scrolls letters on the screen and they didn't know what was going on because it was the infancy of computers so even the teachers didn't yeah yeah and Absolutely. they, uh, they had to call call out uh, what would have been it at the time yeah and then they found out someone had knackered the computer and whittled it down to me no. <laughs> process of elimination yeah and and obviously <sighs> i admitted it in the end after a yeah yeah ruler across the fingers <laughs> yeah my IT classes were an absolute joke. Like, I'm 33 years old, but it was basically like learning how to use Excel and PowerPoint and creating these stupid word art, like the little paper yeah, clip yeah, in the yeah, corner yeah, would come yeah. up saying, it looks like you're writing a Word document. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'd just spend like the whole class just trying to get on like Flash websites and games websites. And I remember once one of the teachers remoted into one of the computers and my um, friend got paint up. And he was like, fuck off. I wrote it. I was like, oh my God. Like, you can't do that. You wouldn't say it to their face, but you'll type it in on paint, sort of thing. But yeah, wild, wild time. I'm glad that I wasn't that person. I was way too sensible. But yeah, fantastic. Well, thank you for disclosing that. No, that's not your limitations and all that. I'm sure you'll be I'm fine. Sure, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure there's worse, but yeah, yeah. None spring to mind. Awesome. <laughs> Well, as we're a bit stressed for time, I'm uh, going to yes. go straight into Rage and Speedhorn. Going to absolutely okay. promote the hell out of everything. So awesome. Thank you. the name Raging Speedhorn, mm. where did that come from? Wow. 
where did that come from? Well, um, uh, there's there's <laughs> there's quite. See, I wasn't in the band originally. Originally, yeah. when the band formed, um, but but the 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 general um, the general sort of consensus of the name, um, <laughs> I guess, is the way of putting it. Was that um, I think it was either the manager or Roddy the tech knew a guy who basically to cut a long story short, took a lot of speed. Yeah. And then decided to try and masturbate, essentially. Nice. <laughs> and <laughs> and it was kind of the oh, the no. idea of sort of, you know, the rage of not being able to Yeah, yeah. Oh, for that's... hours. <laughs> oh man, I can't not think about that now. <laughs> well and, and out of that and out of that same story um, yeah. Out of that same story comes uh, the song "The Gush," which is kind of linked in with that. But that's yeah, yeah. that's for another day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all part of the same universe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, there we and, go. And, and you know, what else are you going to call yourselves? I mean, you know, yeah, yeah. The, the, there's 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 a million and one bands out there called the things you think of. That Absolutely. Name, so why not that? It's all been done as well. So yeah, make yeah, something exactly. unique. Do the dartboard <laughs> thing. Yeah. I think um that's how Cancer Bats came up with their name. They picked a. Uh, illness and they picked an animal yeah. and uh yeah. there we go boom and, and it worked <laughs> it did it did work fantastic so when you're going out on tour within me yep what would you say you're promoting is there any singles that have just dropped or are there any albums in the works or are you kind of just getting back on your feet after covid or like talk to me how's uh how's that all gonna well, go i mean we we were lucky in the sense that during COVID we managed to stay pretty damn active because we just dropped an album when COVID hit. Um, we managed to do one of the first live stream gigs that there was. Um, we did lots of home videos that we spliced for the new album to make videos. So it's, it's really this tour was, we're going in the studio beginning of the next year in January to record a new album. Um, we've had a slight lineup change again which is fairly normal for us, ready for the new album. Uh, we've, we've written the songs ready. We just need to get them recorded. So we, we just felt that at the end of the year, it'd be nice to end the touring cycle of, of um, Hard to Kill yeah. uh, with one last tour. And why not with mates who we've known for years? Um, yeah. And then start the new chapter in the new year, uh, afresh with recording the new album and hopefully promoting that next year. So we're not yeah. we're not really promoting anything as such, mm. um, although we do have some quite exclusive merch and um, a new yeah. hot sauce for the tour. Oh right, um, fantastic! It, it, awesome. It's more really, to be honest, it's more really the end and the beginning yeah. of new, um, and the celebration mm. of that, really. Like a physical version of Spotify Wrapped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big celebration, and uh, the fact that you're sort of co-headlining as well means you know you'll take the reins on one city. In me will take mm-hmm. the reins on another city and you'll just yep. chop and change. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. fantastic. The, the way we like it as well, which is one big party. So, we're friends with old friends. Yeah. Um, and, and getting to swap is great because although we're both doing headline sets, um, you do tend to find that the one who is on last, the, the night tends to be tailored to, to that band. So, we kind of get a break every other night if we're swapping every night. Um, and they do too. Um, it's just, it's just going to be wild. I'm really yeah, looking forward to it. It's a good laugh. And I'm going to, uh, yeah, they're fantastic. I love them so much. They're, um, they're just 
my favorite band to be completely honest i just i love them every era they've done overgrown eden all the way through to uh phoenix all the way through to jumpstart hopes just been absolutely fantastic just absolutely love them um i'm coming to the loft in southampton i think it is yep yep so i'll see you there but yeah awesome. that'll be yeah it's gonna be nice to go to a gig with a a bit of a sense of what's about to happen um I find that as I grow older, I like a bit of predictability to an extent. Obviously, if the roof fucking comes off, then, you know, that's something that we'll deal with as and when we have. <laughs> um, I used to throw myself into random gigs. I used to go to places like Yeovil, Bournemouth, just randomly sort of see who was playing. And uh, yep. Yep. a lot of those bands have gone on to play arenas like All Time Low and um, who else? All sorts of bands. Red Jumpsuit Apparatus, I think. But yeah, it's a, it's a fantastic opportunity to get back out there and uh yeah it's gonna be a really good tour i can tell so um fantastic it's gonna be fun so what's your current guitar that you're playing me um my current guitar is actually right beside me yeah Uh, my main guitar is trigger which is this one here i won't i won't put it up but um trigger is um a jv strat a squire jv strat from the 80s that i've had since i was about 15 yeah. Um and it's called Trigger because the only thing that's original on it now is the body. Yeah. yeah. The, the net the net warp. So I made a new neck for it. The, yeah. the pickups are all new, the wiring's all new, the scratch plate, etc. So it's kind of like the joke on Trigger's broom from only four yeah, yeah. Of, you know, I've had this broom for twenty years, but the twenty new <laughs> handles and thirty yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but that's that's my comfort guitar. So whenever I want to feel comfortable, I have that, which is most of the time. Um I'm also using um, old blue, which is a, a, a one-off Yamaha. I used to be a Yamaha artist, mm. and um, they made me a. Um, a, a th- th- I used to endorse the AES range years ago, and they made me a Telecaster-bodied AES, which they yeah. never then went on to produce as a as an instrument. Mm. So it's kind of a one-off. Um, yeah. And then I've got a Tony Iommi um, SG that isn't actually mine. It's a Frank's. <laughs> Yeah, but I've, I borrowed it, and that'll be coming out as well. Yeah, yeah, um, fantastic. But yeah, it's it's that. I cool. mean, for, for me, it's it's. I like to have a range of guitars for for, for different um, feel. Mainly, yeah. it's trigger that I use though because it's my comfortable comfortable yeah, yeah. blanket. <laughs> Top three guitarists slash bands that inspire you to play the music you play. Oh, you bugger! Well, Steve Rayvo and <laughs> I have to bet. Stevie Ray Vaughan, I have to always throw in straight away oh, yeah. simply because when I was younger, he was the guy that, you know, maybe people look at Joe Satriani or Steve mm. Vai or whoever it might be. But for me, mm. it was Stevie Ray Vaughan was the first guitarist I saw and went, shit, I want to be like that. Yeah. And, and I'm never going to be like that because he was just way too godlike for me to ever mm. touch. But um, Stevie Ray Vaughan, definitely number one. Um, who else? See, I'd probably pick really random stuff that's nothing to do with guitars. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Massive Attack are a huge, All right. huge band for me. Um, so I'd probably put them in there, definitely. Just because yeah. I use bands like Massive Attack, Red Snapper, um, Breakbeat Era, bands like that, Ronnie Size, are mm. kind of my escape. Because you need an escape. Yeah. When you're playing the you same do. music every night on tour, you need a, a different perspective to go to. Mm. And they they were all all bands that that again I grew up with went to gigs in Manchester and whatnot mm. to, to see and and I just really find their music inspiring in a different way. So yeah, I'd put yeah. Massive Attack in as another one. 
Um, nice. I suppose I'd better choose someone obvious as well as my third. I'd probably pick someone like ACDC just because they rock. Yeah. And just because for years they just right banger after banger. Yeah. You know, you can't touch ACDC no matter what you say. They use relatively simple setups as well. So they're not actually yeah. that hard to replicate yeah. their sound. and G- Guitar, amp, yeah. decent riffs, away yeah. you go. That's it. I remember um, hearing Stevie Ray Vaughan, SRV. I remember hearing Scuttlebutton. Yeah. And yeah. thinking, hmm, that sounds familiar. And I realised I'd done in reverse, but I'd listened to Steve Vai's Jaboom. Oh. Very, very similar riffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, I love it when bands and artists kind of subconsciously, not copy, they complement each other. Yeah, no, totally. Um, it's, 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 yeah, it's a complimentary great. thing that they've listened that much to something that yeah. it, it kind of bleeds into what they're doing. Um, yeah. I, I think, yeah. anyway. Um, I think um, it's a way of getting rid of, like, I've heard a lot lately where a song's in your head and you need to get that fucking song out of your head because it's like Katy Perry or something awful that you've heard in passing. And apparently yeah, the yeah. best way to get rid of it is to completely listen to the whole song about any distractions from beginning to end. And I oh, think really? there's something to be said psychologically about guitarists that get riffs stuck in their head. That the best way they can sort of get that out of their system is to create a song similar oh, okay. that's inspiring. Yeah, yeah. Or, or you know, like you say as well. But, oh, uh, Raging Speed wants to message me. I'll just say all sorted. <laughs> yes, all sorted. That'll be Gordon. He's just messaged me been, as well. Yeah, it's been a bit of a nightmare getting this set up. But we're there. So yeah, fantastic. So yeah, we've gone through guitarists, we've gone through influences, gone through guitars as well. Um, so yeah, we're obviously celebrating the tour that's about to happen. Yeah. Um, other than a new record, which is obviously a huge accolade next year, got any more plans to get out on the road or any music videos, anything like that, any back end? I mean, obviously, um, the idea of getting the album done as early as we can uh, next year is to to hopefully be in the mind of people towards the end of the year for festivals. Yeah. Yeah. There'll be a tour next year, definitely. Um, we, 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 we spent a lot of time in Europe this last year, mm-hmm. uh, and we'd like to get back out to those festivals again if we can. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the plan, the plan next year is get the album done, and once the album's recorded, just get out there and play yeah. um, um, and, and promote it. There will be videos... Uh, for the new stuff, um, when, when once we've got it down, yeah, and we'll no doubt be releasing a couple of singles as soon as we can, once the album's done. Oh, yeah. um, but obviously that's dependent on, on how quick we get it recorded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there a particular studio that you record at, or do you do a lot of it from home and then sort of amalgamate everything we all, together? We always record with a guy called Russ Russell. Um, um. In Kettering, that he's done the last two albums, and we've known him for years. We just feel totally at ease and comfortable with him, and also he knows us. So, yeah. very often we'll record something, then he'll go, "How about this?" and he'll cut it up and go, "There you go, what I, about that?" And we just instantly it. go, "Yeah, brilliant, that's perfect." <laughs> I love it when <laughs> so that happens. Like, yeah, he's like the seventh member of the band, really. Yeah, yeah, he knows us so well. Um, yeah, and it's all constructive, and it's all. They want you to get the most fireworks out of all the money that you spent. Do you know what I mean? No, exactly. And, 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 and the great it. thing, the great thing with Ross is that, um, I mean, we're all we've been doing this for years, so we're we're none of us are precious about what we do. 
in the yeah. sense that if someone who has something worth saying says something, we'll take it on board and go, okay, well, we'll give that a go. Yeah. Um, but in the case of Russ, very often we find that now we don't even have to think about a suggestion that he gives. We just go do it and we'll listen. Yeah, because yeah. We know it's going to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Complete trust. So, Fantastic. Um, and, and also he pushes us to, to try things that we maybe would think of trying, but wouldn't try because we think maybe that's a bit too much. And he'll yeah. go, no, try it, play the kazoo or whatever it might be. <laughs> and, yeah. and and lo and behold, it works. Um, yeah, yeah. Just, just the best thing you can ever have with, you know, I mean, music's all about creativity, so why shouldn't Absolutely. you try whatever? If it sounds good, do it. <laughs> Completely. Follow that road. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Go down, have a look. If you don't enjoy it, come back. Yeah. yeah, awesome. Right, I'm going to leave you to it in about five minutes. So I've just got okay. one silly question and then two completely okay. random questions. Right. Favourite animal and favourite animal noise? Favourite animal, cat. Love cats. Um, big cats, small cats, whatever. Just cats. Love them. Yep. Um, favourite animal noise? I like cows mooing. I don't know why. Mm. I find it quite funny for some reason. You just hear a random moo the... when you walk walking in the country and you just yeah, yeah. yeah, you know you're in the countryside when you hear that. It's yeah. like a little it's like an animal like version of a car alarm. I know where I am now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not in the city anymore. Yeah. If you wake up to a cow moo in, you've probably had a bit of a heavy night. But... Yeah, 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 yeah. There we go. Yeah, probably happened a few times. Yeah, at least you woke up. That's that's the big thing, right? Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Um, so you're out on tour. It's just a yes. random question. You need some food. You're going to all these service stations. You're going to, you know, Asda, Waitrose, Sainsbury's, fill in the blanks, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. You need a meal deal, Jim. What's okay. your go-to drink, snack, and sandwich slash main if you want a wrap or something that's not a sandwich? Like, I mean, I'm really boring in the sense that, well, I don't know boring, but I don't drink anything but water or coffee. Okay. Or booze. And that's it. I don't drink soft drinks. So it's either yeah, a bottle yeah. of water, generally a bottle of water in a service station or a coffee. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and if there's booze, maybe a bottle of Prosecco or something. <laughs> nice. That's <laughs> Depending a dessert. on how I feel <laughs> and what, what time of day it is. Of that, doesn't gen that doesn't generally matter on tour. Um, yeah, yeah. I just like a nice cheese and pickle sandwich, to be honest. Fair enough. And Fair enough. Prob probably some salt and vinegar walkers. Probably yeah. the dullest answer I could give, but I've had worse, mate. Trust me, I've had people yeah. say ham sandwich, and I've nearly ended the meeting. You know what I mean? Ham Don't have time for that. Well, that's, see, that's no. That's, that is bland, isn't it? That, that is really bland. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It feels quite so bad now. Well, it oh, feels to me. Go on. Although pickled onion monster munch, if there is any, just as a treat. yeah, nice. Bit of a nostalgia hit. Yeah, just, 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 and they're quite good for attacking people with as well. If, if you. <laughs> put one by someone's eye when the head's turned away and poke them on the shoulder yeah, yeah. and it goes in their eye. there we go write that down people it feels to me that you're very practical and uh you might just have the food for the energy that it gives you and then off you well, go repairing your guitars and restringing your guitars and getting ready to go on stage possibly 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 fantastic there we go so that is the interview one last question for you, which is plans for the future, which we've kind of just gone over. So yep. is there anything that you want to plug, any shout-outs you want to give, any bands that have helped you lately? And uh, what does the future look like for Raging Speedhorn that you know of? Uh, well, I mean, as I say, we're recording next year. 
Um, so more, more, more goodness from us for the next couple of years with, with a new record and touring. Um, I just generally want to thank everyone that we we work with, whether it be Clear Tone Strings or uh, Stag Music um, and all the other people we work with that I can't remember the names of right now and I'll probably get told off for. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, bands, I mean, Christ, bands like Skin Dread, who, who've been friends with that guys for years and years. Mm-hmm. Um, and Napalm Death, who we toured recently, Sepultura, In Me, obviously. Yeah. Um, and all the new bands as well. I mean, bands like Harriet, who just inspire. They're just so damn frigging good. Um, and, and really give you a kick up the arse as, a, as an older mm. band. You kind of can get a bit lazy sometimes when a band like Harriet comes along and you think, Jesus, we need to up our game. Yeah. Um, um, and yeah, that, that's, that's it, really. Fantastic. I hope some stay alive. <laughs> Hopefully, stay alive. That's always a good objective it's, when you wake up in the morning. <laughs> it's never a certain, but fingers crossed. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Well, it's been awesome speaking to you, Jim, and I appreciate the short notice that I've given you and all of the technical fuck ups that have come alongside. But cool. this is my domain. This is where I live. Zoom is a fucking nightmare sometimes. Yep. And sometimes I spell email addresses wrong. It's cool. It's all good, man. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. It's all good. Right, Jim, I'm going to leave you to it. Keep it bedlam, and I'll see you next month. Indeed. Take care, and I'll see you at the show. Speak to you soon. Take care, man. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye. Absolute bedlam. Wild Hair UK. Wild Hair are based in Hampshire, and they make amazing beard oil and beard balm care products for all of your masculine needs. So we've got... Rose, which is patchouli, bergamot, and sweet orange flavor. So we've got quite a lot going on here. Really nice, smells really good. And you can tell that this was made by a chef. So Chef Ollie Moore has been in the business of catering for 18 years, and he's taken his love of the kitchen and he's put it into these products. We've also got Joanna, which is amber, leather, orange, and raspberry profile. Smells incredible. Everyone I've sent, you know, samples to and everyone that's experienced this in person has gone bloody hell, that's really nice. It's not just generic stuff from the shops. CPSR certified and it's also known as confidence in a box. So I use this myself. It smells really good. Couldn't be happier with the results. So I've hooked you up. Go to wildhairuk.co.uk and use code BEDLAMUK at checkout for 15% off the products. Absolute bedlam. Haircuts. We all need them. Sometimes they can be a bit of a chore. Sometimes it feels like you're on a bit of a conveyor belt and the person at the end of the haircut puts that mirror up and you kind of look at them like, oh God. But we go along with it because we're British, right? We all know what that's like. So, Dom. At Babylon Barbers, you'll feel right at home with a relaxed vibe and a professional experience all round. With both veteran and sens discount, Dom has time for absolutely everyone, as everyone deserves that fresh haircut feeling. Supporting the local community is a huge part of the job, so go see Dom and get more than just a haircut. I use Dom myself, I couldn't be happy with the results. He'll trim your beard, he'll trim your eyebrows, all that stuff. Right, back to the show. 